Welcome, Tanya today, I'm Rabbi Ronnie Point coming to you from Chabad Zichron Kedeshim in Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. We welcome. On Facebook, we have Annie with us in Costa Rica. Good morning. Susan in Scranton, welcome. Anna is with us from New York. Shalom. John, good morning to you in North Carolina. Uh, Tov to you in Florida. Robert is with us in Boston. Shalom. And Rhea in Malta. Welcome. Must be afternoon or evening. We have Davida and uh, Liba. Good morning. She has her Tanya cap on. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Erica in Norway, shalom. Good afternoon. And uh, Lisa's with us in Boston, Massachusetts. Good morning. And welcome. We have Jane in Australia. Good evening to you. And we have the Bolabasta Alice in Baltimore. Alan is with us in Topeka, Kansas. Welcome. Usher in, in Memphis, Tennessee. Maria, it's 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, where is that? Where are you? That it's 3.30. Welcome. We have with us on uh, Clubhouse, Batya and David. Adam and Shmuel, Michelle, Ariella, Tim, Winston, Ben. And um, on Instagram, we have... Elvis Memories, <laughs> okay. The Jewish Woman Influencer, amazing. Yentatela Benta, wow. Flavio, Ben Yaakov, Crystal from Australia, welcome. Andy from Brazil, good morning. Fletcher from South Brazil, good morning. Akoy in Peru, okay, very nice. We continue in the 25th letter discussing the power of creator within creation. Benifal, as it's called. Koyachapoyl, the power of creator within creation. That that power isn't something that happened over 5,700 years ago and is removed. It's ever-present now as it was in the beginning of time. And we're trying to understand that. And we understand it by the fact that God creates with his word, which the word of God, let there be light, is also known by the sages in the Talmud as Shekhinah, divine presence. And the Kabbalists is known as Malchus, royalty, kingship, King rules with his word, and in and this is the power of creator within every world to create. Um, and that power is not something that's removed. That power 
is of the Shekhinah, the divine presence of God, the Malchus, the word of God, uh, creates in every single spiritual world, as we're going to discuss today, and creates in this world. As we explained yesterday, that in this world, the creation, directly from the divine attributes of God, is only what creates that which is divine. And that's called the Holy Land, the Holy Land of Israel, as we went in great length yesterday and discussed. For those who didn't get a chance, great discussion yesterday and great uh, value of understanding what it means, the Holy Land, Israel. As opposed to the rest of the world that goes through another process or another dimension through the patron angels that are get a very reduced light of God to such a degree that they sense their own value or their own identity. That's the, the idea, their own identity. Having your own identity outside of God, right, is the, the issue. That means there's there is God, you accept God, but I'm also something. Well, the way we're explaining, based on the Baal Shem Tov's teachings and the Alter Rebbe, elucidating it, God is constantly creating the world, constantly invested, engaged, creating something out of nothing, then it's not possible that there's something outside of him. So this mug that I hold in the hand is not something that has its own identity, its own reality. <clears throat> because ultimately it is the word of God, Malchus of Atzilus, the Shechina, that vests itself in it, gives it existence, something out of nothing. And, um, and therefore it's totally its existence, not just the quality of its existence, but the existence itself is totally dependent on God. Now, since God chooses that it should go through another layer called, which brings it to Klippa that covers over on that reality. So from our perspective, we don't um, appreciate that truth, that reality. Um, that's called klipa. That's called also idolatry. Because idolatry really means not that you bow down to an idol, right? Which, incidentally, if anybody did transcendental meditation, part of the process is when you've gone through the process, is that they have some kind of statue that you kind of pledge something or you know anyway that's parenthetical excuse me but idolatry means that there is a reality outside of god because as we've explained there isn't doesn't mean you refute God. Doesn't mean you don't you deny God. It means that there's a reality outside of God. That that's the that itself is 
from a Jewish perspective, what we're learning here, idolatry. Now, the alternative is going to go further, and we had part of the discussion yesterday, we're going to continue with that discussion today, it happens to be in today's class, um, an understanding of the four worlds and how um, there's a digression or, uh, I guess a digression of the divine as it appears and comes into the worlds. So we're going to take this idea now further to understand. Now, so we're explaining about different levels, right? But God is one and his name is one. Hashem Echad Echad, as we say in Hebrew. Um, that's from the prophet Zechariah. So when we say his name, what is that in reference to? His divine attributes. So we're speaking here about Malchus, a divine attribute. Um, it's one with God. Well, just as God is beyond and transcends and there's no definition, so in a sense, the name that we're referring to over here is also beyond. Meaning his word, his, the word of God, it's singular and uniquely, uniquely one. Which then would mean there's no distinctions in the power of creator then but there is nevertheless the radiation the efflux of the life force that issues from the word of god is different in the four worlds the four worlds is atzilus bria yitzira and asiya <coughs> excuse me the word atzilus comes from the word etzel meaning next to God, an emanation of God. Bria means creation. Yitzira means formation. And Asiya means world of action. First the spiritual world, and then from there, the physical world of action, this world. Um, now, these four worlds, there's a, an abbreviation for them, Abiyah. Abiyah is an, an acronym for the four worlds. Now, why is there a difference between one world and the next? It's based on the contractions, the screening out, uh, veiling, the obscuring of the light and the life force. It doesn't radiate the same way in Bria as it does in Atsilos. And it is a less of a radiation of that light life force in the world of Yitzira versus the world of Bria. And likewise, a lesser obscuring, greater obscuring rather, in the world of Asiya, the spiritual world of Asiya versus the world of Yitzira. Nevertheless, nevertheless, there's no change whatsoever when we speak about the essence of the Shechina, meaning the word of God, Malchus, Avatzilus. Also in regard to the radiation and uh, of the life force, uh, the issues from the word of God, it is the infinite Ein Saif of God is equally in all worlds, and even in this material world. As it's vested into Malchus, Malchus, 
in every world, as is known from the teachings of the Arizo. Okay, that's the alternative is teaching for today. It's actually brief. Let, <coughs> excuse me. Let us unpack this. So, even though the um, you know um, the 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 divine power of God, the name of God, which is Malchus here that we're referring to, Shechina, is one with the Ainsaif with God that is beyond any description, any parameters. So therefore, you know, something that's beyond any parameters, therefore, how does it create parameters? Well, that's part of the paradox and all truths come a paradox. So the power of God, although it is uniquely one, singularly one, yet what it produces and creates or come issues from it, the power from it is making distinction. Distinction between various worlds. Obscuring, veiling out the light. Now, veiling out the light doesn't mean obscuring the essence of the Ain Saif. It's not at all. Let me give you a metaphor. It's my, I don't know if I heard it ever anywhere. I don't think so. Maybe I heard something similar, but I've used this metaphor before. Some of you have heard it before, but worthy of repeating. To a metaphor to understand and appreciate this idea. You have a, a CEO of a corporation who is a, a, a genius of an individual, a passionate, driven person for the sake of humanity to find the pill <laughs> that's going to heal all ailments or uh, just say for cancer whatever right or the pill now for the you know pandemic the that's all you need is it you take this you're good and it's no side effects <laughs> and and this person's not motivated by money so it's not big pharma here because it's a non-profit all the money is going back into the community right going back to the people it's a metaphor, right? Yeah, I know you're waiting for this to happen from some of the, uh, you know, from Pfizer and the rest of them, but it's not happening. <laughs> Different discussion another time. Okay. So, this CEO has the vision. And it's totally bound up to the people. To... Um, and, and to this vision that's greater than, than, than the person, to bring this to the masses. Now that's wonderful. A person has such a great vision and 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 power, but in themselves it's not sufficient. That person now needs to create and 
a, a body of people that are the brain trust, the scientists um, that have the knowledge of understanding this. Now, the CEO is also a great scientist and has all of that capacity, but has a capacity beyond that, driven not by the, um, the science of it, which that's what these, what scientists are driven by the science of it, for the metaphor, right? There's a metaphor, so let's just remember that. So they're driven by the science of finding the cure for cancer, right? Now, that's wonderful, but that's not sufficient because once that is accomplished, then you need to be able to bring that um, product to market. So now you need to create a body of people who are marketers, who understand how to take, uh, you know, they don't have the scientific knowledge, right? But what they do have, um, what they do have is the capacity to understand how to bring this to market, how to um, make people aware of this, uh, encourage them, not embarrass them if they don't take it, right? Encourage them that they understand the greatness of this and the value of, of this that can save lives. Now, is that sufficient? No, because then you know what you need? You need the truck driver who is actually bringing the goods to market, bringing it to the pharmacy, bringing it to the doctors, bringing it, you know, that now becomes available to the masses. So what we have over here, by way of metaphors, four different groups or four different worlds of people. You have the lowest ones, so-called lowest. Why are they the lowest? The truck driver. Because the truck driver uh, gets the nuance of marketing. You know how you tug at a heart? No. Doesn't get it. Does it understand the science? No. Does it get the vision? No. I mean, maybe somewhat, but you know. So in that sense, it's a very reduced uh, functionality of the, the truck driver who's bringing it to market. But yet, without the truck driver, what do you have? Zippo. You have nothing, right? Now that is without the truck driver, that's true. But you know, now let's start from the other end. The, the, the CEO, totally devoted to this total no other reality for them but healing humanity doing the work of god there's nothing else that's the person that represents atsilos atsilos is a world that is um the emanation of god it is the um what's the word i'm looking for Um, 
so close to the source, like the CEO, who's totally subjugate themselves to a higher ideal. And that's exactly what Atsilos is. Souls that come from there are totally subjugated to to their source. There's no other reality but their source in in the divine. As a CEO, there's no other reality but, you know, this mission. Now, the scientists who are in a different world, right, who are needed because, you know, the CEO can't do it on him, uh, on his own, right? Um, needs the world of, of the scientists. But the scientists are, are in a, they're, they're about comprehending how to make this work. They're not so engaged, you know, so they, they need to, you know, the, it needs to be the reality of their mind. You know, the CEO, the reality of his is just the reality of, of the healing of humanity, the mission of God, right? Now, at the same time, that CEO is, you know, fair-weathered scientist and, and, and knows and comprehends, but he's on a different level beyond the comprehension, although he comprehends. But the scientists, they're, not, they're driven by the, the mind. The mind means that there's a me that's understanding, and, and, and you need that, because if you don't have the me that understands and, and, and comprehends, well, you're never going to come up with the product that's going to save humanity. This pill is going to save, you know, every. So you need that. That's the world of Bria. The world of Bria is the world of creation. That's already not an emanation of God. That is so next to God, so to speak, the vision of God, right? But it's now the world of Bria is the world of um, creation. There's already a me there. There's already a self-awareness. Well, that's a scientist has self-awareness. And of course they need that. So it's not it's not a bad thing. It's a it's a necessary thing. However, it is a come down from the CEO. A necessary come down, but a come down. Meaning is is, is there still this whole you know uh, mission there? Yes. So like the mission is there. The mission is there. Meaning, uh, which is the idea that God is here, right? Let's take that as the metaphor. But at the same time, what they need to do is to, 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 um, not to, they don't, they can't see the vision. Because if they're going to see the vision, they're not going to see the detail. Vision is the overall picture, right? But as a scientist, you need to be engaged in the detail. And the and the nitty gritty detail, which necessitates me self awareness comprehension. There's a me here who's getting this necessary thing, but it's a come down in the light of that uh, of 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 the vision. But yet, it's all part of the mission, all part of God's mission. But the there's a there's a, a there's a uh, obscuring of the of the light in the, in, in, to allow them to sort of 
the a being that comprehends. Then we that come to another world. That's world of Bria. Your world of Yitzir, world of Yitzir, world of formations, world of emotion. World of Bria is world of comprehension, divine comprehension. Right? So the metaphor here is of the scientist comprehending. Then we come into the world of Yitzira, world of formation, is world of emotion, divine emotion. And then the metaphor that is the marketers. Right? Marketers are need to be emotionally driven people. Do they have intelligence? Of course they have intelligence. But that's not what they're focused in. Right? That's not their focus. Their focus is, isn't intelligence. That's the scientist. Their focus is how do we take this product and make it now marketable that will target the hearts of people that they'll want this? Right? Because imagine you have the scientists, you know, have an amazing product, but no one knows about it. And even if they know about it, it was marketed so poorly that it's no one wants it. So because it wasn't didn't touch the heart. So you have the marketers who represent Bria, uh, Yitzira, the world formation, the world of emotion, divine emotion, that they know how to talk to the heart. But then that's not enough. And now, do they have the comprehension of uh, of the scientific? Do they have the vision? The, are they driven by the vision the way the CEO? No. And they shouldn't be, because that's not their world. That's not what their function is. Their function is, you know, talk to the heart. But that's not sufficient. Because you can talk to the heart, and as long as you don't have the world of Asiya, the world where you bring it now into action, that's the truck driver. Truck driver, man of action. He loads the truck and brings it to market makes it available does he un get the marketing does he understand comprehend the uh the, you know what, what's going on over here in this product no but is it part of the mission absolutely is it integral to the mission absolutely every step of the way but there's so in that sense that god is there right as but yet there's a reduced light obscuring that which the CEO has in its silos, that which the scientists have in Bria, that which the uh, the marketers have in Yitzira, and and necessarily so, otherwise we won't be able to fulfill its mission. And therefore, that's what you got to do. So this is the four worlds. All these worlds are about God creating and how we have the come down of the light, contracting the light, obscuring the light, in order that in each world there should be accomplished what's necessary to accomplish. And this all is the Shekhinah, Malchus, the word of God, as it comes down into various worlds and animating, creating, bringing something into nothing in the various worlds.
questions, comments, thoughts. Yeah, if you have a question, please, two question marks before you ask a question. I see that uh, Davida does. Let me see if anybody beforehand does. So, Davida, when Mashiach comes and Hashem resurrects the dead, those souls come directly from Gan Eden to this world, or do they filter through the other worlds again? I think there'll always be a filtering through the other worlds. Um, I don't think that changes. It's not like those worlds will not be around anymore. They will, in a different manner, perhaps. But uh, yeah, that's where it's going to come from. Thank you, Davida. Anybody else with a question? Um, anybody here? Michelle. Hi, Rabbi. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank God. Doing well. Um, you didn't give me a second, Rabbi, to think this over, so I'm, I'm going to be speaking now without knowing what I'm saying. So <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> okay, this was hard work today. <sighs> Well, we we traveled, we did a lot of, you know, travel. Yes, we did. Okay, so, first of all, I love the metaphor, because it made things very, very clear. And what I got from this metaphor is that two souls coming from two different worlds may be able to... Um, go forward in their mission more effectively. Mm -hmm. Is this correct, Rabbi? Well, what we get from this is as lowly a soul I might be or as lofty a soul I might be, I am needed and I need another soul. Because look at look at the metaphor over here for this mission to be accomplished of bringing healing to the world which is exactly what we're doing through our torah study and exactly what we do in every mitzvah that we fulfill we're bringing the light of god into this world which brings healing to this world or brings redemption to this world um it's necessary of various types of souls to do that so you know we a person can think oh you know, I'm a lofty soul, I, I am capable, I am, you know, no, 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 you, you may be a lofty soul and very capable, but don't think for a moment that you can accomplish this on, either on your own. And that's why, you know, Judaism, Judaism is interesting in that um, we have the written law and the oral and the oral Torah. What does that mean? 
Um, why do we have the, the oral Torah? You know, many people say, oh, because the oral Torah, the rabbis, you know, uh, you know, how can we trust that? How do we know? Um, so God did not give us, you know, 3,439 classics, of Penguin classics that you can, you know, read all on your own and become a Torah scholar all on your own without connecting to another. Judaism is a tradition that's passed down from parent to, to child, from teacher to student, from generation to generation, and we need that link, right? Where does that link ultimately come from? It comes from the way God created the world. There's a linkage between worlds. There is a, and, and every world is necessary for what that world accomplishes. So my world, what I need to accomplish, needs your world, what you will accomplish. And therefore, you know, the Torah was given in a way that I can't just, you know, buy the entire classics and, you know, become a Torah scholar on my own. No, I need another. I need a, I need a parent. I need a, um, I need a teacher, right? And, and so on. This um, means that we need each other. And where does that ultimately come from? In the act of creation, as God creates the world. He didn't just, you know, poof. You know, he could have done that. You know, poof. Here we are, you know, from God. There's no godliness. There's no, um, you know, no atzilus where there's a ten divine attributes, the name of God. But God needs a name. He doesn't need a name. He doesn't need a name. So he could have, you know, without the name. Remember the, the the names of God, the attributes of God. Without that, he could. God is God. He can do whatever, he, however he wants. But he didn't do it that way. So, uh, what's coming out of this and understanding um, is that through this process, as the worlds evolve or devolve, is um, not just that they devolve, but how it's necessary one world leads into another. And that each world is has its value, its nece- uh, you know what is necessary, and and that we're de- it's dependent one world on another, and likewise our souls that come from different worlds are different levels in each world, right? Ten divine attributes that that combine each with each other, which gives you a hundred different combinations of just attributes of God. And in that, there can be, you know, uh, the, 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 the light part, the vessel part, you know, that is so, you know, it's so intricate where the, how the soul and its unique quality in nature. But that is to teach us, yes, each soul is unique. At the same time, it needs the other souls. Yes, yeah, so, so thank Rabbi, you. I just want to get this perfectly clear. Sure. If my soul is from a seer, mm-hmm. if I'm the truck driver, right, would I be able to accomplish more in my life if I'm brought together with a soul from Bria, the <sighs> scientist, the world of creation? Would my world of action right. plus the world of creation bring about more wonderful things? And we would be more successful together than two souls being a 
equivalent to the CEO from the world of Exodus? That's my question. Excellent question. And, you know, with this, we can understand why opposites attract. Because what I'm lacking, what, uh, I'm attracted to in someone else, um, whether consciously or subconsciously, and, and ultimately because what I'm lacking, that other person can help me to fulfill that lack in me. So what you're saying is correct. There's a truth to that. At the same time, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it doesn't have to be that way, but more often than not, it will be that way. Actually, you know, just by the very fact that male and female are opposites. Male is the right, female is the left. Uh, you know, just in, 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 you know, visually, so to speak, and, and, and not just visually, but in, in concept. And without getting into those into a lengthy discussion about that another time we will but um, right there there's opposites that attract and that's the way it's meant to be because that's the way it's in the divine but yes there is a truth to that you shall give me a moment because uh, I don't want to lose the feet over here because uh, I had a question here on Facebook so give me just a moment what are the names of the worlds again? So Atsilus, which means emanation. Bria, which means creation, world of comprehension. Yitzira, which means formation, which is world of divine emotion. And Asiya, the world of action. And then there's this physical world. It is also the world of Asiya, the physical. Um, okay, there was another question over here. Are there some souls that take the express route while driving the truck? Or are some souls they get stuck in traffic while driving their trucks? Uh, so who gets... Who, good question, Davida. There's some souls who are from the ASEA, they just express route. Others get stuck in traffic. Absolutely correct. Well, cause, just because you're a soul of ASEA, right? which means that by you action, you're an action-oriented kind of person, for example, you know, or just by way of expressing this. Um, so, you know, you see some people who they're on top of their game. They, you know, they get it done. And others, not so quickly, they get stuck in traffic. Some Just because we're from the world of Sia doesn't mean that you don't have, um, you, you can have the, the, Kabbalah soul, the, the yoke of heaven, of a sense of duty, right? The, 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 the scientist doesn't have, is not motivated, in, in their scientific discovery, it's not about duty, it's about the brain, about comprehension, understanding, right? That's what, so, although, you know, there's, does the scientist have emotions? Absolutely. The scientists have a sense of of duty? Absolutely. But what's primary in, in their world? What's primary in their world is going to be comprehension. That's what's primary. Now, the, the, the marketers, do they have intelligence? Absolutely they have intelligence. 
they have a sense of duty? Absolutely. But that's what's primary. That's what's revealed in them in their function. What's revealed in them is the emotional, you know, connectivity to, you know, to, to that marketing necessitates, right? The truck driver have intelligence? Absolutely. It might be an extremely intelligent individual, the truck driver, and might be a very sensitive, emotional person too, you know, very empathetic and so on. But in the metaphor of truck driver, you know, yes, it, what, what's, what is apparent, what is in the forefront is just duty, sense of duty. And that's what, so in each world has a complete configuration of all of, uh, of the 10 divine attributes. The question is what is primary in that world, right? So um, that, that's an important point to understand. That's an important point. What's primary and what's the driving force? So for the world of Asiya, to get it done. It's not about comprehending. You know, they might have, you know, the, the capability and the, and the wherewithal to, but that's not what it's about, right? So, therefore, in a sense of duty, when you have that, the truck driver has a real sense of duty, I got to get this to market. No traffic. The other person drags his legs. Oh, stop off at Dunkin' Donuts. Well, no, kosher Dunkin' Donuts, right? Uh, you know, to get it done. Davida, does the oral Torah serve as a fence? It can. It's not just a fence. Uh, John asks a question, from which world does the convert receive his or her soul? I don't know. I don't know. It could be from any of the world. I. Th That's a good question. It can be from any of the worlds, I think. But I don't. You know, I, I would imagine it could be from any world, from any of the worlds. Okay. Can tell us more about the world of Yitzira. The world, world of Yitzira, world of formation. So the world. Of, I mean, there's so much more to discuss over here in the world of formation. Um, so when we talk about the come down of the light, so in Atsilus, the light is so powerful that there's just a sense of the source of where it's coming from, of the emanator to the emanation. And therefore, you're completely subjugated to your source. As the seal is completely subjugated to his mission. All right. Um, and it's totally driven by that. Now... In the world of Bria, where it's a world of comprehension, there's already a somebody comprehending. So there's already a sense of selfhood that's already creation, not emanation anymore. Um, but the light is more powerful over there that there's not such a very powerful sense of, of me in the world of Bria. It's a very... Um, uh, it, it, it's... And as the term in the is, it's more good and not so much negativity. The world of Yitzira is perfectly equal between light 
and darkness, good and evil, good and negativity. That's the world of Yitzhira. The world of Asiya is more, in the spiritual world of Asiya, is more negativity than goodness, than godliness. And this physical world, it is so much covered over that there's just a, a small ray of, of godliness. Okay, so that, Sarah, thank you for that question. That was from Instagram. Thank you, Vida, uh, for making me aware of that. All right, folks. I don't see Libra's question. E. Yes, okay. John says Dunkin' Donuts uses pork products in their donuts. So please do stay away from it. Um, you know, it's, okay, I think I answered everything. Anybody else? Michelle, you have anything more? Uh, anybody else? I'm thinking, Rabbi. <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to necessarily have, uh, the, the, you know, can, uh, oh, it's, we're, we're here every day, right? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing and thank you for being here. All right, folks. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you from Chabad Zuchin Kadesh in Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. A reminder we have uh, Rambam today at one o'clock. And um, we will continue our conversation tomorrow. Have a blessed day. <laughs>